Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves. Feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to the Nile or Nine podcast. Uh, you're very welcome to an, uh, a slightly overdue episode, um, mm-hmm. but time is a is a construct. It's it's you know I mean it's a social construct. It, it's it it doesn't even exist. And we're here to talk about the best music of the month of September, which is just a, a very recent period of time. Um, but actually, Andrea, I've been listening to a lot of old stuff this month. So, oh. but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna talk too much about that. But uh, I I will have a track at the end to play you that uh, um, and there's a reason for it too um, but a lot of old music but we're going to be talking about you know recent music we dug in September September was the start of, of our our beautiful autumn in 2022 um, and we're we're fully in in autumnal season how are you feeling about the season it is your favorite after it all it is yeah it is my favorite um, I'm feeling really good about this autumn I'm seen a lot of leaves um seen a lot of good autumn outfits from people which is always very exciting it's um been listening to and making a lot of playlists autumn is my playlisting time really i make a lot of playlists but um yeah to be honest actually the past couple of months i think september included i've just been a bit like i don't know you go through those periods of time where music isn't like I don't know. It's not scratching the itch. It's not hitting you as as strong as um, as it usually does. So I made a playlist. It currently only has one song, but um, <laughs> it's called uh, M- "Music Is Still Good." You just need to listen to new songs, you dum dum. Um, and I've one song on it um, from a band called uh, Roar and an album called Impossible Animals, and it's called Fading Kitten Syndrome. So that was a song I listened to, and I was like, ah, yes this is this is hitting me but i think september things started to kind of click again a few of the songs that i uh, that i've chosen for today's episode um sort of woke me up out of that slumber but look it happens to all of us um especially in our business you know that's why i wanted to pick an older song later on to, because mm. actually most of my september listening was was stuff that i was really familiar with or like yeah. was a bit old fashioned or like just wasn't new new music and that's okay too but sometimes mm. you need that as well and there was a lot of albums that came out in september but to be honest i haven't gone through a lot of them i've just been i've been following my own ears uh, recently yeah. so and that's okay and that is okay but i do have a lot of i have some recommendations to uh, from the month um, so we will, we will, will we, will we start? Actually, do you know what's been really good? And um, a quick shout out to our our Patreon and uh, our Discord, uh, patreon.com forward slash 99. Look, if you're looking for a lovely little community of, of music people and uh, you want to do something like, well, we had a lovely uh, thing started in the, in the Discord. You get Discord <laughs> access through the Patreon. There's a thing called the Music League. And, I don't want to uh, talk about week, it. Oh, you're upset. Well, in fairness. I don't um, want to talk, er- <laughs> you might say. I don't want to talk. Every week we've been doing um, 
it does everyone there's like 10 or 12 people who come in and we have a league you do you pick there's a team each week uh, and in you then pick a song from spotify and everyone votes on it mm. and i didn't really know what was going on at first <laughs> and then i got the first week and neither did you as it turns out well cause... okay i'll tell the listeners the story of what happened to me the absolute devastation the first week the um and I'm starting to get to, I don't want to say an age, but a stage in my life where new things, especially if they're to do with tech, uh, frighten me. And I get very confused. Like, do you remember when you first had to teach your parents how to text on phones that had like buttons and you had to explain yeah. like, no, mom, yeah, if you yeah. want the O, you need to press six, three times. And they're like, what? That's me with this music league. So anyway, I downloaded the thing. Um, and the first week was karaoke songs. What's the best karaoke song? My choice was the winner takes it all uh, for the following reasons. Um, start slow. Um, has a really, really big uh, high note at the end that you can show off with or fail. Both are fun. Um, and it's more of a bop than you remember. Like it's a little bit faster paced than you remember. So I was like, winner takes it all. Pop it in. I didn't realize that. So I, I put my song in, but there's two parts to this. So the next day before a certain time, you need to vote and allocate points. Um, so I think it's kind of like Eurovision, right? Where you give like, you know, one point, two points, three points and so on. Yes, I, let's say it's Eurovision. <laughs> I think it's fair to say that my choice ran away with it. I very much won. However... <laughs> I didn't You won know. by three points, I think. Yeah, it was good. I'm really happy with it. And I didn't, I, I just didn't see the many notifications that people were sending me saying you need to vote or else you're going to lose your points. You're not going to have your points. It won't count as a win. If you're not in, you can't win. And you did um, not win. I won and I didn't vote for other people. So it didn't count. Um, Matthew Doohan won with the Edge of 17. Huh? For second choice, Edge of Seventeen by Stevie Nicks. Very good, Matthew Doolan, very, very chose. good. Whose choice was yeah. that? Do you know? Matthew Doolan. Um, mm, challenging song to sing, great for people who don't take themselves too seriously if they can't belt it out like Stevie. Yeah. Um, there was some good choices in there. What Total Clips of the Heart. Did you do? Th- Mine was. I went with my gut, and that was a, a weird one. Uh, living, <laughs> living on a prayer by Bon Jovi. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Good, like yeah. I said, when in doubt, go with the cheese. Um, mm-hmm. But it is a hard one to sing, in fairness. So uh, uh, there was Under Pressure, Queen of Dive Bowie, good one in there. Um, Another one that I was going to choose was uh, Islands in the Stream for a, for a duet. Yeah, that's a good it's one. A nice Pope, one. Common People was in there. Mm. Um, yeah, I think like it should be a bit of a challenge as well, but also. I think you so. Know, we've, we've since done two, we're in their fourth round at the moment. We've Autumn Songs, which, you know, I mean, your favorite. Um, yeah. Uh, theme and then the songs not in english was last week oh, um, which was an good. interesting one uh are you not doing it anymore no i don't understand it i i am going to <laughs> when i have a bit more time i'm gonna sit down and learn um yeah and figure out what to do because i think the i i don't know i didn't i, do, I don't have notifications on my phone for it anyway it's very boring but like I just need, yeah, you're boring I need somebody now. to like um, sit down with me and explain like what time do I need to do it at? Is it every day? What's, it's what's the just tea? When you see the emails that says uh, submit, submit soon enough. And then afterwards when it says there's a playlist, you have to go back and log into the website and, and, and vote. Anyway, this is all very boring for anyone who's, who's listening who, anyway, who doesn't get involved, know what we're talking guys. about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're doing song of two halves at the moment. I have a, I have a peach of a song, oh, but I think it's great because like you get to discover new tunes as well in a way. So, song of two halves, um, that Frampton one. Do you feel like we do? Well, we'll That'd see if mine. somebody picks it. Um, my yeah. autumn song was, was was more of a feeling than a you know a real autumn song. It was mm. uh, uh, what you call it, um, Jose Gonzalez and crosses. Just a Kind oh, of that's a, a good one. A, a tumble vibe. But there was uh, two Nick Drake songs in there, so that's kind of give you his. And Big Thief Change was the number one autumn song. Oh, that's, that that's a very good choice, yeah. So there you go. Anyway, that's Music League. If you want access to that, it's patreon.com forward slash 995 or a month. And you also help support us as well as like participate in a lovely little uh, chat on Discord as well. With lovely it community. is the best community anyway. and I love them all. All right. Much. Time for us to uh, talk music. Um, Andrea, your first choice, please. Yes. Uh, very. Th- this is one of, if not the song, that woke me up in September uh, to 
just feeling excited about music again. Um, it is the Arctic Monkeys and the song is called Body Paint. that lovely and it wasn't Paul McCartney it was the Arctic Monkeys um I just love this direction for them there's been a lot of discourse around the Arctic Monkeys and I mean I was chatting with a friend of the show no encores Craig Fitzpatrick recently um in WhatsApp group about uh the Arctic Monkeys kind of post tranquility based hotel and casino um shift into this more croony um harmonic stuff um and there's been a lot of like fans um who don't like it (laughs) and i'm sure you saw a lot of discourse around the the recent kind of um their set lists and you know they're not playing yeah marty but the album's not out yet the album's not out yet, but I mean, the two songs we've had, uh, The Better Be a Mirror Ball and this. Yeah, certainly I think you're not definitely, They hint towards like that we're, we're still in the era of Tranquility Base Hotel and Casino, but it, like sonically. But I think lyrically, you know, I think I said last time when, when that song first came out, like much more grounded. Um, and you find that with this song as well. You know, it's a it's quite a, it's a grounded song lyrically, but very... Um, you know, very orchestral, very Sergeant Peppers with the strings, like really, really creative and and um, just a very pretty song. I think uh, they debuted it during an intimate set um, in the King's Theatre in New York. Um, and from what I read about it, the crowd were, you know, in awe of it. Um, I've no idea if they had uh, like strings on stage with them, but I'd I'd really like if on their next tour it is a kind of a you know a strings affair. It is a bit orchestral. Um, I think that would be a really nice. Um, this would be a really nice song to experience live with you know the strings and the orchestra and things like that. Um, because they're the Arctic Monkeys, you know, they're you know biggest band in the world maybe. Um, in terms of being able to sell out. Um, and are still putting out music. You know, non legacy. Biggest band in the world. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, why not? I mean, um, does the 1975 probably take that now? Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Who also have a new album out. They do have a new album out this week. Yeah, I'm excited for it. Um, but yeah, well, my point is that the Arctic Monkeys can afford it. So they should they should do it. Yeah. They didn't turn um, an electric picnic now. They didn't No, no. Um, um, unlike know. Animal Collective, who this week very sadly had to cancel their UK and EU tours uh due to just costs yeah. very grim there's a lot of um, stuff going around at the moment turn. I mean it's rising costs of everything I mean yeah. I can understand why it's happening and mm. it's not just uh, Brexit it's not just it's just uh, everything it's, it's just a combination post pandemic Brexit inflation just all yeah. of it like the war like it, 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 it's just it's absolutely everything just colliding and once again it's musicians and artists and people who work in the creative industries that are um yeah there was very, a good um thread shared in the discord today i don't know if you saw it but um L- uh, lorraine is her name and um, she put up something about um 
you know, the the reason that people are canceling Geek, you're seeing a lot of it at the moment, just saying, mm. um, you know, I'm begging you, do not ask, add to the Discord discourse something as heinously naive as buy merch and wear masks. Mm. No, it's much more complicated than that. And uh, it goes on to say stuff like, you know, there's big structural issues, uh, you know, um, popular bands have big expenses. Smaller bands are given bad rates, like typically a support. It's 150 or 250 quid. You can't do that. And if you're mm. doing a new music, like if you want to, give you an example, like a band who wants from Ireland who could is offered a gig maybe in Europe and you might be offered 300, 400 quid, you can't take four or five people over to do that yeah. on 300, 400 quid. Oh, that's not uh, even But ultimately, like, like, the, yeah, the Lorraine one said, you know, um, at the end of the day, what I'm realizing that being an artist is just being a small business. Under capitalism, businesses are expected to encourage and behave in predatory and selfish ways to survive. Um, and she's like, the music industry is no different. But let's believe in an alternative. I don't know what the mm. alternative is. Maybe just more direct um, support, really. But it's really tough out there at the moment in terms of touring. So, yeah. 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 Um, yeah. That was, a, it was an aside, but, you know, something that did happen kind of recently and uh worth worth noting um that's not to say that you shouldn't wear masks and uh buy merch do please do especially on Bandcamp fridays um i ordered a lovely um sorka richardson who we will talk about in a few minutes um t-shirt of her new album um on Bandcamp friday and i was absolutely delighted with it so um but yeah you're up next nile who you got yeah, I got an album from an artist called Eliza, who you may know as she was formerly called Eliza Doolittle um, and was yeah. kind of released an album in 2010 originally, like talking. Oh. She was in her early 20s. Do you remember? Um, was she, she was kind in, of in, in the kind cutesy. of Kate Nash kind of? Yeah, yeah. yeah that kind of vibe. She had songs her. like that. A bit rockabilly or something. Um, I'm not sure about that, but just more... Definitely, like, it was cute pop music. It was maybe a little mm. grating as well. She had a song called Skinny Jeans. Yeah. Which was a big one. God, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So she has since um, completely changed tack and uh, has released this gorgeous album of really, like, late night lo-fi R&B kind of vibes. So I'm going to play a track from it. The album is called A Sky Full of Stars, A Sky Without Stars. And this is uh, one of my favorite tracks from A Tear for the Dreadful. track from Eliza and again a, a, a real like about turn in terms of you know, what style she formerly made um this stuff here that reminds me of D'Angelo and Aaliyah and mm. um it's a really beautiful album it's kind of like one of those um if you ever needed a companion piece to that lo-fi uh, music that's on YouTube that station that's on YouTube it's a bit like that oh, it's like my fave it's yeah R&B it's neo soul it's a bit electronic it's a bit lo-fi and it's that kind of lovely quiet intimacy that's there and I, I put it on last night and it was like some really nice like head nodding, nodding kind of mm. grooves on it as well and um, not a big vocalist really um compared to some other R&B singers but for sure I think just think it's a really it's a really a uh, rich tapestry in what she does as well because it's quite paired back um but there's a lot of bass on it it's a lot of there's a lot of warm sounds on it and uh, very 70s in a way um, mm. And I really like it. So this is Eliza. The album's called Sky Without Stars. Would uh, you yeah, have her 2010 song, her hit, would you have that to hand to remind people? 
Oh yeah, yeah, let's do that. Yeah, whistling vibes. <laughs> yeah, it's the kind of Kate Nash, Kareem Bailey Ray, that sort yeah, of yeah, era, yeah. kind of not. It, it, it was like the time. Tw- pop, pop twee sort of thing. Um, yeah, exactly. Not that there's yeah. anything wrong with that or either Kate Nash or Kareem Bailey Ray, both of whom are very talented. Um, but yeah, that's, yeah, certainly a turn. Yeah, for sure. For very sure. cool. Um, yeah, I like it. Yeah. And I feel like it's a still a bit, I mean, I haven't heard and seen many people talk about it yet, but um, yeah, I just think it's really great. Um, my next choice is uh, from friend of good friend of the podcast, um, more me than you, I think, with the last album. Um, it's Way, Way, Way's Blood. Way's Blood? I, I, I don't know, actually. Um, uh, she has an album coming out soon, uh, the follow-up to Titanic Rising, um, and it's going to be called And In The Darkness, Hearts Aglow. It's the second in an album trilogy, um, and she's just released a song, or she released a song in September, rather, called It's Not Just Me, It's Everybody. And it sounds like this. So I guess sonically more of the same, really, in terms of the the sound. It's a really lovely song. It really kind of opens up um, later on in the track. And it's a song she says about uh, kind of loneliness and how being kind to each other isn't enough um, in the modern world, but it's a start. Um, and yeah, I really like it. I, I, I love her voice. She's always very restrained. She's very, very capable of doing kind of big notes, um, but she tends to avoid them. You might get one on an album. Um, and I think that kind of restraint is really nice because she, a lot of the time, lets her instrumentation, that kind of very lush orchestral sound, do the talking. And she's kind of just part of an overall sound as opposed to being kind of forefronted within it. And I really, really like that. I love the arrangement on this song. I just think it's one of those that, like like basically everything on, on Titanic Rising, you just you just kind of seep into it. And I don't know. First time I heard it, I found my mind wandering so much within it. And then when it finished, I was like, oh, God, that was that was the whole journey there. Um, so, yeah, very, very excited for that album, which is coming out, I think, in a couple of weeks um, pretty soon. Um, and yeah, I'm excited for it. Yeah, it's in, you, you it's weren't November 18th. Con- fully convinced by Titanic Rising, I seem to remember. But maybe did you come um, back to it or or you liked it? Or really, it's it's yeah. nice. I just I didn't mm. uh, go back to it a lot. I find it at the moment, even things I like, I'm not going back as hugely as uh, as much as I would normally in the past, maybe. Mm. Um, Sorry, November yeah, 18th kinda, is when the album is out. Yeah. And she plays Dublin on Sunday, 12th of February in Vigor Street. Yep. So that's, that's good. Um, I didn't catch yeah, her I just last haven't time really. For some reason, so I'll, I'll go to see her. This oh, you've time. never seen her then, have you? No, no, never seen her. Well, now's your time. Now's your time. Yeah. Okay. Great. Well, my next track is from an artist called Sudan Archives, um, who released an album called uh, 
not that one. Natural Brown Prom, prom Queen uh, in September. And this is the song that is called uh, Selfish Soul. If I got my So Sudan Archives, the track is from Natural uh, Brown uh, Prom Queen. And uh, yeah, uh, she did this song on Colbert uh, just on a week release as well. She's from Cincinnati. Uh, she's a rapper, singer and violinist, as you can hear there. And I've always really liked her stuff. She, I think she releases on Stone's Throw. And uh, I've been featuring her for a number of years now, but I think this is kind of like next level stuff now. And she seems to have blown up in a big way, um, has a lot of followers and, and listeners on Spotify now and uh, is playing in Dublin uh, very, very soon. Uh, Whelan's on the 21st of November. I think that'd be a great gig. Um, it's worth watching the Colbert performance because it's really, you know, it's dynamic and it's really interesting. And I think as somebody who's playing a violin, <laughs> it's a bit like the Lizzo thing. You're like playing the flute, you're singing and you're rapping. And you're like, no, well, she's playing the violin and she's, uh, and I think the show has definitely stepped up with, in terms of like the um, people on stage with her and all that kind of stuff as well. So I think it'll be really interesting. So that's 21st cool. November in Whelan's uh, Sudan Archives. And uh, the song is called Selfish Soul. Cool. And that's the one that she did on Colbert, is it? Yeah. Brilliant. Okay, uh, next up for me is a band called All Vives, whose favorite movie is The Vivitch. Um, and the song is called Belinda Says. It's from their new album called Blue Rev. I am presenting this as a song because the album came out uh, only last Friday, I think. Um, and I haven't gotten around to a full listen to it. So this is just a song I liked in September. Um, so here it is. that's always so uh, yeah as i said their their new album it, that's their third album follows up from 2017's uh anti-socialites uh always will be familiar to anybody who listens to any kind of you know best of indie best of guitar best of like indie pop uh playlists uh even if you don't think you know them you do um archie marry me is 
uh, in my boyfriend's opinion, uh, the best uh, like guitar pop song since Teenage Kicks. Um, it's it's a it's an absolutely perfect song, and I think this song is just oh, I just felt so relieved when I heard it. I was like, oh, it's really nice to know that Always are still really good, <laughs> and that they're they just they make such catchy tunes. I love her voice. I love how big their songs sound. I love how important the kind of domestic lives within the lyrics sound. Um, you know, this time she's having a baby before she wanted to get married. You know, it's it's all it's all very good. Um, and uh, the chorus reminds me of another song and it's been driving me demented trying to figure out what it is, uh, the melody of it, the da, 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 podcast da, 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 com. if it. you think of what that please, is. So you can Andrea please get in touch if you think, you know, uh, what song it reminds me of. But um, yeah, I think it's really, really great. I'm actually going to listen to the album today, but the album came out in October. So I might talk about that. Um, it's get, been getting like, rave reviews across the board best new music and pitchfork and i'm gonna listen to it today and then it might make an appearance in the best of october the end of this month so super okay my next song is an well it's actually an album it's an album it's an album guys Mm -hmm. it's an album vibe whoa Uh, Whoa. view farca toure and crying bin made an album together called ali which is uh, a tribute or a sort of a collection compilation of covers which don't sound like covers from uh, View Farkaturi's uh, dad, who is Ali Farkaturi, one of the most famous African guitarists ever, a uh, Malian guitarist who died uh, not too long ago. And this is a beautiful tribute to uh, his father and the band from Houston, Crangbin, who I absolutely love. Uh, there's a bit of alchemy going on here because um, Crangbin are really good at doing loads of different styles. And I think they're a perfect foil for a view for Katura here. Here's a song from the album Ali called Diarabi. So that is Vu Farcature and Crangbin. The album is called Ali. Very uh, apparently recorded in just a week, um, and so I think this works so well because first of, there's a couple of different facets to this um, with Ali Farcature who died in twenty two thousand six, um, and his son being called the Hendrix of the Sahara. There's obviously a tribute there, a very personal tribute. He's playing some of his dad's songs, which are you know, some highlights and some B-sides and um, some well-known songs as well. So it's, it, it kind of feels like some sort of greatest hits compilation, but filtered through the lens of, of his own family. But then Crangbrin bring this other thing to it where they have always done this kind of, maybe they might play some uh, Ethiopian kind of jazz feel, some dub reggae stuff, some Latin American stuff, some Asian they bring a bit of everything because their heritage is mixed as well. Um, their albums, uh, uh, Con Todo El Mundo in 2018, 2017, 2019. Uh, it was great. 2020's Mordecai, uh, brilliant as well. So they do that kind of like psychedelic live band uh, thing and they're a great foil for, for what's going on here, I think. Great band. I saw them at like Electric Picnic. They're so cool. <laughs> they're just one of those fucking cool bands. You're like, oh, right, they're just cool. Yeah. They look cool. Three-piece, like just 
brilliant band. I can't recommend it enough. So it's really nice to hear this combination as well. And I think this is some an album that came together over some fish and chips in London oh, and then lovely. recorded in a week. So uh, it was all vibes. So I think, uh, yeah, lovely stuff. So the album is uh, View Farcatory and Crying Bin and Ali is the name of that album. Excellent. My next choice is also an album. Keep an eye out next week because we will, we will be talking to Sorka Richardson about music that inspired her latest album, Smiling Like an Idiot, which is, I think, one of the best Irish albums that have come out this year. I wrote a review of it on the Journal of Music. People want to read it, but here's one of my favorite songs from it. It's called Spotlight Television. We hold our nerve. Get the love that we deserve Won't let the signal die Keep calling in the blackout Won't let the line go dead If we're in the spotlight This is the follow-up album to 2019's First Prize, Bravery, which was also an excellent album, very highly acclaimed. We had Sorka on, I seem to remember, one of the last uh, podcasts that you and I did in your old office before, oh, yeah, I think yeah. it was maybe January um God, it was, yeah, it was, uh, we, we reviewed yeah. Andy's show on yes, that episode. Yes, yeah, yeah, we had her on to chat with us and... Uh, and, you know, two months later, obviously, we locked down. So unfortunately, first prize bravery didn't get, you know, the amount of touring that it deserved. She didn't get to play festivals that summer. She's kind of a perfect festival artist. Um, she's the kind of artist that if you if you were walking by her at, at a festival, you'd hear and you'd be like, hmm, I'll go check this out. Just the best way to discover music. But yeah, unfortunately, that wasn't to be. That album was about her time um, or was written while she was kind of living in America, this time, obviously, album written over the over the pandemic and the various lockdowns in Dublin in her grandparents' house, and I believe recorded uh, at least partly in in that house as well, is much more concerned with Dublin and finding a home here, or or feeling as though you might not have a home here for various different kind of political and personal reasons. It's a really wonderful record. I think, again, not much has changed a bit like uh, Way's Blood. Like sonically, it's it's a it's a similar sound. Fans of the first album will like this second album as well, or will love the second album. But I, I think that the bonuses for me are... Her songwriting has just become a lot more immediate, I think. Um, there's some beautiful, beautiful lines throughout the record and she's really kind of honed in on how to say something in as few words as possible. Do you know, like e e even like she sings on on one of the songs, uh, 525 Dublin City's shutting down. She doesn't need to say anything more than that. But she goes on to say like time is moving kind of slow, but the weeds and roses grow. And that just to me was like, just immediately brought me back to like walking down the N11 near my house in like, you know, spring of 2020 and noticing that like, even though the the world the world was shut down dublin was shut down like the tulips and the daffodils all along the the n11 were still growing and dublin city council weren't getting out to like cut the like the grass on like the greens around the place so everything was just overgrown and it's just a really really transported me back in such a simple lyric which i thought was so beautiful yeah the sound of the record like it's guitars it's synths her her voice is still that anchor it's still that kind of again she's not a huge singer um but she she kind of whispers things to you, you know, like she it's you feel as though you're sharing in a secret with a friend when you listen to Sorka Richardson. And I just think I think it's a really, really beautiful album. It's, a, it's an album that's worth listening to straight through in one sitting and uh, just kind of getting lost in it. I think it's it's a it's a really good follow up. And, you know, expectations were high after first prize 
for I cannot say the name of that first prize <laughs> bravery. Um, I can't talk anymore, which is great for a podcaster. That's fine. But Sorka Richardson, if you haven't listened to the new album, uh, please do. She is playing uh, the Olympia on. Uh. The 20th of October. That's what I was going to (laughs) say. Because that's the day (laughs) I'm not going to be in Dublin for eight days. Yeah, you are. I'm going to to New York uh, for for a while. So um, for a while, take a break. (laughs) Hopefully hopefully it all goes for America. Yeah. I'm going to make you a little playlist. um, Are you? Yeah. For when you step off the plane. Welcome to New York, Taylor Swift, America, Simon and Garfunkel. That's all I've got so far. Um, <laughs> but these are the, I don't In foresee New myself York, ever, man. you know, like going to New York. But if I did, I have a lot of songs in my head that I would want to listen to um, while I'm in New York. Autumn in New York. You have to listen to Obviously. that. Perfect. Yeah, I'm going to do that. Okay. Okay. Well, thanks um, for that. <laughs> your last choice, second to last choice. Second to last choice is an Irish artist called Brick Nasty. Uh, it's either called Ina Crueler or Ina Crueler. I'm not sure. They are a band formed out of Ballymun at the beginning of 2020. Whoop. You may have seen them around at the moment. They are doing a lot of gigs. Uh, they do a lot of gigs. They played Ireland Music Week last week. Um, they are flat out basically playing gigs, it seems. They're kind of a... And they don't look like... They look kind of like they're going to be a punk band, but they're actually not. They're kind of an R&B, soul, jazz, funk band, but with an a, approach from hip-hop and punk kind of uh, buzz. So, But then again, having said that, uh, what we're about to listen to here isn't really any of that either. <laughs> so, And it is okay. worth listening to. They're it's full kind of surprises. Of, uh, yeah, this song is a bit of a rich tapestry of different things. Uh, I'll play a bit of it now and uh, we'll come back and discuss a tiny bit more. So this is Ina Crueler, Ina Crueler. It's a song that has a lot going on and I think central to it seems to be what sounds like to me a some dialogue or recorded dialogue maybe possibly from family about the nature of family and relationships and um, grief and uh, yeah just uh, moving your way through the world and I think there is parts of that in there. Um, very interesting band uh, certainly I had them play f- uh, they played Output and uh, when we put um, in uh, the new music showcase in Belfast in February, um, and uh, uh, they play a lot at the moment. Like I said, they're play- you find them in the Sugar Club a lot, but they are playing the Guinness Cork Jazz Festival as well. Um, so you can check them out if you're going to that, because uh, there seems to be actual jazz at the Guinness Cork Jazz Festival this year. Well, fair play to them. Uh, <laughs> cool. Actually, stuff. They happening. sound really cool. Um, so yeah, uh, Ina Crueler or Ina Crueler, I'm not sure. Brick Nasty is the band. Yeah, they're cool. There's there's something going on there, and I think uh, an exciting new band for sure. Yeah, there's some good stuff on this year at the jazz festival. Like Jeff Parker's on oh, uh, every the year, new power generation. Did you know that? And then I don't. 
yeah, it's just awkward timing. It for sneaks me, up usually, on you. But yeah, yeah, yeah. But Brick Nasty playing down there, do check them out. Um, and uh, yeah, like I said, the new power generation <laughs> from Prince. They seem to be playing cool. on Saturday, the 29th of October. Wow. Right. Okay. Uh, what's your next choice? My next choice is my last choice. Um, it's your last choice. Exciting. It's Joe. It's Joe. It's Joe Carey. It's his awesome, awesome, awesome musical side project, I guess, to his acting career. Um, side note, I watched a movie with him in it. What was it called? He plays a murderer. Um, I should have checked this before. Um he it's called Spree. It's very fun. Um, it's like an independent film. He plays an Uber driver who is also a serial killer, but is also a streamer. It's very fun. If you like Joe Keery, watch that movie. He do, he. It's a very good performance from him, even if the movie's a bit silly. Um, but anyway, we're not here to talk about his his incredible acting nor his hair. We're here to talk about his music. Um, he has this is his second album now. Uh, it's called Decide. Uh, it was the follow-up to his debut album, which was called 2020, which was criminally um, kind of under-listened to, but um, very, very good album. And this one is is much more, I guess, experimental. Um, we still don't get a lot of the, the man behind the mask. Uh, he very much performs uh, within a character. He doesn't want people to come to his gigs to see Steve Harrington, and that's absolutely fair enough, or to see Joe Keery. Joe is a very kind of recognizable, even in terms of how he dresses, um, kind of musical project. Um, and this song uh, from the album Decide uh, is called Half-Life. It's just really cool and really kind of scatty and sporadic and... Uh, Everything but the kitchen sink kind of thrown at it and I really, really like it. So this is Half-Life from um from Decide by Joe. That's Joe. It's just a Sounded really a bit cool like Phil album. <laughs> yeah, there's Phil Collins on there. There's definitely kind of like there's like sledgehammer moments on it. Um, there's one song uh, that I also really like called um, "End of Beginning" that is a bit more melodic than than that song we just played. Um, some of it sounds like it could be off the Stranger Things soundtrack, which I think is kind of like a fun little wink um, to that side of his career. But he's like, he's just a very, very good musician. He's very creative. A lot of it is that kind of like jazzy reharm sounding stuff. Um, his voice is great throughout it. It's not always that like distorted down the phone kind of sound. Sometimes he is properly singing and a some of the lyrics are very funny. Um, some of them are a little bit more personal. Um, Edge of Beginning is quite a personal song. Yeah, I just think it's really good fun. It's just like a good fun record where you're listening to it and you're like, ooh, ooh, what's that? What, ooh, what? A lot of like surprises and um, 
yeah, I think he's a really good um, artist and I would like him even if we didn't know him. Do you know what I mean? Which I, which I always think is a good, it's like if, if somebody, if an actor has like a musical side project, um, Maya Hawke, for example, who's also in Stranger Things. Um, yeah, I haven't listened to her music yet. What's it like? It's really, really good. A bit more kind of um, acoustic guitar and vocal um Joni Mitchell inspired sort of stuff but I mean damn everybody in that cast is like in a band or like singing on Broadway <laughs> like they're just the most talented bunch of kids I swear to god but um but yeah that Joe album is really great and I would highly highly recommend his first album 2020 as well um it's yeah just good fun good clean fun lovely mm. great that's Joe and D side and um, Joe is spelled DJO final... if anyone's DJ yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, my final choice is, uh, as I referenced at the start of the show, a an older cut. So it was my birthday, as you know. Thank you for your quiz. <laughs> uh, You're more than welcome. In our, in our recent episode. Um, it was but, quite yeah. literally the least I could do. So, yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I gave myself for my birthday? What? I gave myself uh, the gift of YouTube Premium. And do you know <gasps> why I did that? I, d- I got YouTube Premium this month as well. <laughs> Christ. Why did you do it? I'll tell you why I did it first. Uh, I did it because there's always all of this like live mixes or old things or bootleg things that I just uh, I I want to listen to, but because of the nature of YouTube, the way it shuts things down off you, um, you never get to listen to all this mm. stuff. And if you're in a car, like you need to leave it on because um, it doesn't play unless you have it open. So basically, I was like, for for my birthday, I'm going to give myself the gift of youtube premium and one of the things i want to listen to on youtube premium because it's not obviously available on spotify is a a a, a kind of a dj mix album by liam howlett of the prodigy which came out in 1999 called the dirt chamber sessions volume one there was never any other uh version or anything else that came after that um but it was basically a dj mix that he made for the breeze block on radio one around that time and it slammed full of tunes all uh, loads of scratching and like dj vibes like loads of very eclectic loads of different things happening in it there's like you know some rap classics and then there's also just all sorts really it's a it's a great uh it's a very fun um dj mix and like the kind that you got in the 80s and 90s where it was just like slamming the beastie boys into public enemy into sex pistols into mix master mike primal scream all that kind of stuff just loads of different kind of music in there and um the tune that I wanted to hear in that context is uh, Bay Bruce, the Mexican, which is a song that I heard from this. And just one of those tunes that I really, really love. And I really don't know much about Bay Bruce at all. Uh, and I, I meant to look up. They were English. And that's what I did find out today, which I always thought they weren't because obviously the song, the Mexican, the way they they sound very. Uh, look, I'll play a bit of this. Uh, this is actually from the mix itself. Uh, I can only play this on YouTube and uh uh, so yeah, let's play a bit of uh, that section from the Dirt Chamber Sessions Volume 1. Yeah, that is Babe Ruth, the Mexican from nineteen seventy-two, into the B Boys, Rock the House from nineteen eighty-three. I think Mix Master Mike is in there somewhere. Why don't more clubs play mixes (laughs) like that? I would go to the club. I'm telling you, that's awesome. It's hard hard to do it live. That's why it's so impressive as well. Well, It's a very impressive mix. Slammed uh, (laughs) forty-eight tunes into fifty-one minutes. He did for this one. So uh, 
And that was when I really was like, okay, mm. this guy is really good. <laughs> what he's doing. Uh, yeah, so that's uh, um, Liam Howler from Prodigy. Prodigy present the Dirt Chamber Sessions Volume 1. So yeah, listen to that on YouTube last uh, last month. Uh, on my birthday, actually. And I was like, yeah, great. Enjoyed awesome. that a lot. I'm glad you got YouTube Premium. So you go. uh, we got it because yeah, on, on I, you know, I might start. I, I might start including a an old song in, every month just for the crack. That's a good idea. Um, um, maybe because there's a lot on there um, that you can't get on Spotify. Obviously, um, like Harry the other day was listening to that um, that Mad Villain and Shade uh, re- the Shade Villain uh, remix album, and a lot of the like the early James Blake dubstep remixes that aren't on Spotify are on there, but mostly we got it because on Wednesday nights we watch um, University Challenge and um, Only Connect. Yeah, (laughs) quiz night, Wednesday nights. Um, And we watch them on YouTube because we don't have like normal proper telly um, and we were just sick of ads and we were like, fuck it, let's, let's, let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah, Let's I mean that's YouTube the thing. Premium. That's like I didn't even mention that. The fact that you and, ads on uh, Well, that's like the the reason we got it, but um but now I've been listening to Joanna Newsom, um, whose music isn't on Spotify, uh Joni Mitchell, whose music isn't on Spotify. So there's a lot of people, there's a lot of benefits to Spotify, but there are a lot of artists that I love who don't have their music on there. So I have Jay News um, albums on vinyl, so I'm good with that. <laughs> I do, but I like to listen to her when I'm walking about as well. Um uh, especially this time of year. But um, yeah, any other stuff that you enjoyed this month? Um, I sent well, you I a, mean, a voice note about having watched Bad Sisters. Uh, okay, it in fine, two let's days. talk about it. It's great. <sighs> so um, I'm really enjoying it. Yeah, it's 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 silly as hell, but it, like, it's a great cast. Great, and, uh, like, er- everyone uh, in it is so good. Like, there's no yeah. one that isn't good in it. It's Char- did Sharon Horgan direct it? She wrote it? She wrote it. Isn't that the vibe? She- produces it i don't know no i don't think she directs it i think there's different directors oh yeah sorry um, there is yeah but she in the episodes um a lot of women directing um i I noticed it just in the kind of the credits um as as they come up but it's really good if anyone hasn't watched it yet would highly recommend it it's very bingeable uh i watched it over two days at the weekend i did basically nothing else at the weekend but sit on my couch and watch bad sisters and yeah it's very fun sharon horgan's just amazing which we all knew anyway but she is great um have you watched catastrophe i've never watched that that was her other Uh, only briefly no i've never watched much of it no yeah Um, because i've definitely got it because it ends bad sisters ends this friday is the finale so i'm gonna need something to kind of scratch that itch so um i'm gonna give you a a a podcast recommendation which i haven't done in uh ages ages and ages um from good pal of the show alan mcguire who hosts uh juvenalia um oh quick plug uh i did a halloween special over on juvenalia about the movie hocus pocus that everyone should go listen to um and alan i can made... give you a recommendation for what not to watch don't watch hocus pocus too don't do it oh no i won't <laughs> don't you worry but uh um, <laughs> please don't that episode there's friend, also a, a zine that alan made about a very specific moment in the movie where the witches are walking down the street and there's a little kid dressed as sonic the hedgehog and he made a zine uh about uh, that kid dressed as Sonic the Hedgehog, uh, which is very cute. But um, he recommended to me um, a podcast called Normal Gossip. Um, it is hosted by uh, what's her name? Is it the Kelsey Kelsey McKinney, who is a um, American kind of writer and cultural critic, that sort of thing. Um, and it's so you know the feeling you get when you listen to true crime where you're like oh my god I'm so gripped I'm so like (gasps) but then it also comes along with the guilt of like oh a person usually a woman has you know died and I'm I have a weird feeling now being like gripped by this um normal gossip is a podcast about um so people submit a piece of gossip that's happened in their real life like nobody's gotten hurt there was one the first one I listened to was about um this the story of a girl who like moved into a new apartment complex and basically there was like a marathon fraud like her her nemesis in the in the apartment building like pretended that she'd run a marathon but she hadn't and it's just like all of the gossip in the like you know the residence committee and stuff around that and 
it was just so gripping. I was like, there was twists and turns and it's, it's like listening to a true crime podcast, but no women have been murdered and basically nobody gets hurt. Um, and there's also just really interesting conversations about kind of the nature of gossip and the kind of sociological, um, role that it plays in like kind of bond making and things like that. So yeah, highly, highly recommend, um, normal gossip I'm now binging it and I haven't had a new podcast to like really binge in a while so so I'm delighted so yeah those are my recommendations great lovely um well it's kind of spooky season now so I watched It Follows last night for the first time in a long time oh what did you think scary movie it's good isn't it I mean I've seen it before but you know it's just it's just that that central premise of the film is Mm. so good it's like you can't how do you escape How do I you love, escape? I love all those like really wide shots, especially the yeah. ones like during the day. It's so hard to make those kinds of things menacing. But um, um, yeah, yeah I, I love that movie. Yeah, great. Um, other than that, TV shows, uh, The Bear, a, a show about um, a chef who returns to his Chicago family business to kind of try and save it, which to be honest, I've nearly finished it and I'm still not clear why there's a couple of discrepancies in this show but i'm enjoying it a lot because the the food in it looks amazing but i'm also like they run a sandwich shop why are they cooking such fancy like he's he's michelin star uh trained and he's like and it's like the way they operate this sandwich shop doesn't make sense to me guys doesn't make sense to me at all but i'm really enjoying it the the idea that they are doing that um and then uh atlanta season four is back it's great um really a great show to just spend time is that with released in like two parts or something because i remember you talking about no that. i don't think so them. no no oh, they just did uh, season ongoing. three and four very quickly after each other oh, right. um and uh, so it's great um and then gigs wise uh well last weekend there was ireland music week of course got to see a load of uh new irish bands for the first time mm-hmm. in a while in real life also do the speed sessions uh, i managed skinner and we were he was playing there on friday night and there was just loads of great stuff on and nice to just meet people again in in that kind of a, like casual um chatty context so that was lovely uh, I saw a load of bands mm. on the Friday, especially well as much as I could, really, but not as many. You can never as much as you can as you'd like. I saw Skinner, obviously, uh, Banrian. Um, what else did I see? The Scratch were just mad. <laughs> they got even They're louder great. than really they like were them. before. Uh, and then I went to see on Thursday before. Uh, I want to see a band called Of All Living Things, which is very nice uh, in the Grand Social. And then Thursday evening, I went to see my one of my most anticipated gig of the last of of the year because I knew it was on since April. Is Overmono uh, very much? It was uh, two electronic dudes, uh, Truss and Tresella from um, England, kind of Future Garage, kind of Joy Orbison, Joy Orbison kind of style. Uh, Hackney Paris is one of the tracks that um, I like. Joy Orbison, uh, Truss as a <laughs> as Orbison, yeah, like uh, made before. It's very much, it's it's very cool, very um, future based kind of garage uh, electronic music, and they were absolutely brilliant. And do you know what was great about it? It was an early gig, so it was really nice to go mm-hmm. to an early dante gig and uh then go home afterwards because i was up early the next morning so but it was great they were absolutely brilliant and um uh, uh dave balf from for those i love came out and did their remix uh live with them so yeah really really good cool. uh, really great uh gigs so so that's it yeah that's it for me um for sure uh yeah. in terms of uh things there's so many albums i'm still delving back into from mm. the last six weeks but uh things are kind of uh, easing up now like i said i'm not going to be away i'm going to be away um at the end of the month so we won't have a podcast then but uh but yeah next week we're going to be ta- chatting to sorka richardson uh, about her new album uh smiling like an idiot um so like an idiot. and uh some of the influences that uh are brought to bear on that album as well so Anything else from you, Andrea? No, that's it, I think, for me. You've got your Loretta Lynn behind you there. I've got Loretta. I've got Nora. It's all it's all women today. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and there's uh, that, that or- that's my news. Big thing that happened in September. Um I started a PhD. So if anyone out there is running or is part of a um women's uh inclusive of uh trans and non-binary people music collective. 
um, do make yourself known. If you're if you're one of the big ones, I already know about you. But if you're doing something small or you're just setting something up, um, get in touch because that is what my research project is about. Um, with with thanks to the Irish Research Council. <laughs> I, I, I do think I have to say that, um, but you know, every every I, time, even if I didn't have to say it, I would thank them anyway. <laughs> oh no, there are yeah. Well, anyway, look, I'll tell you off, Mike. But anyway, yeah, with thanks to them, and uh, yeah, if anyone's doing stuff like that, um, do get in touch with me. My email is in my Twitter bio, I think, or just DM me. Yeah, cool. Andrea at nine nine dot com, isn't it? Yeah, you yeah, you can get me there as well. Yeah, yeah. Great. Okay. Uh, we will talk to you next week. Thanks very, uh, very much uh, for listening and uh, tell your friends. Nine and nine uh, podcast. Thanks. It's great. All right. R.I.P. Angela Lansbury too. What a legend. Yeah. Okay. A real one. Bye. Talk to you later. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.